Hey everybody, welcome back to Jess Unfiltered. I'm your host Jess, obviously. So today I want to talk about MLMs and what you can do to help get your friends and family out of MLMs. I know a lot of people who have close family members involved with MLMs or very close friends and they're like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what to do about this. I don't know if I should do something and if I want to do something, I don't know how to go about it. So hopefully today's episode will help you kind of get an idea of what you want to do going forward. So the first thing that we need to do is assess the impact of the MLM. There are some people who have lost thousands, tens of thousands, a hundred thousand dollars to these MLMs. There was somebody that I had looked up pretty recently in a previous episode. They lost over a hundred thousand dollars to Amway. Okay. That is a severe impact. Severe that person needs to be pulled out of this MLM as soon as possible before that $100,000 turns into $200,000, okay? But if you have somebody who you know that's in an MLM, let's say they come from a pretty affluent background, they have a good family support system, they have a nine-to-five job where they make great money, if they're not hurting for cash and they're doing it on the side and you're not too worried about them financially, then that might be kind of a lower impact, I guess. The what, what I mean by that is is obviously if they're recruiting people, that's continuing to make the situation worse, right? Because they're selling this fake lifestyle that they can afford and they can afford to fake it till they make it. But if the person that you care about is not being financially ruined by the MLM, that is something that you need to kind of assess up front. And I wouldn't say that that has an immediate need as opposed to like, let's say you have a friend or a family member who is literally pouring every ounce of money that they have into their MLM. If they're like borderline homeless, if they're selling their car, if they can't pay their bills because all their money is going toward this MLM, in my opinion, that is something that needs to be addressed much, much sooner as opposed to somebody who is financially okay, who is unfortunately involved with an MLM. So assess the impact that it's having on their life. Can you reasonably assume how much they've lost or how deep they are into it? Are they really hurt by the fact that they're, they've lost so much money? Like, in other words, have they, like, can they, can they afford to keep living? Or if they continue down this path, are they going to end up $100,000 in debt? So that's what we need to figure out. I have a close family member of mine who's involved with Arbon and the truth is she has really wealthy parents. She has a really great job. And as much as I don't like her being an Arbonne, the biggest reason I haven't really talked to her about it is because if she loses a thousand, ten thousand dollars to Arbonne, it's really not going to have a severe impact on her life whatsoever because she has resources just directly around her that, I mean, losing a thousand dollars to her is not going to have the same kind of impact as it may have on somebody else who needs that thousand dollars to like pay their bills and whatnot. So yeah, we want to determine the the seriousness and and how quickly we should be addressing them. Obviously my cousin who is involved with Arbon, it's I, I don't like to see it because I think that she's obviously trying to recruit people who may not be in the same position financially as her and they may be people who are, you know, really hurting for money and need to get out of it quickly. But Assess the immediate need of the person of interest that you want to pull out of the MLM. Determine if it's really something that needs to happen right away or if it's something that you can kind of find the right time to talk to them about. Is it something that needs addressed like right this second or can we wait a little while? So anyway, next you want to figure out how negatively 
Is it impacting their life? My cousin, for example, she seems to be doing pretty well. Like I said, she makes great money at her nine to five job. She has rich parents. Like she's fine. If she spends all of her money on Arbonne, she'll still have some left over. She, I mean, Arbonne's not really negatively impacting her life. But again, there are going to be some people who are going to have much serious consequences from joining an MLM because they dump their life savings into it and they will never get that back. So determine the impact of the MLM on this person's life. And if it is seriously impacting their health or their well-being or their life or their relationships, a lot of MLMs pull you away from from friendships and relationships because they say, oh, if somebody doesn't support you in this business, you don't need to be friends with them. So assess in all aspects how negatively, the how bad this MLM is on their life and go from there. Does this situation need addressed immediately or can I wait a little while? Can I take some time to, to find the right moment to talk to them or do I not have time for that? So figure that out. Once you do figure that out, Once you decide that you want to confront them, here's what I would suggest doing. Now, I'm not like a licensed therapist or anything like that, or I'm not a licensed like coach or or anything to tell you how to talk to people. But personally, if I were to address my cousin, this is what I would do to address her. So I think the first thing that I would do is I would get informed, which I have gotten informed on a lot of things, but I would find a lot of reputable sources and research to back up your claims. So find a lot of facts and figures from places like the Federal Trade Commission or trustworthy sites or peer-reviewed studies and back up your reasoning for why you don't support this business structure. If you talk to a lot of people who are in the business world, they may invest in MLMs at the Warren Buffett, George Soros corporate level, but they're never going to be an independent distributor because that is not profitable. So do your research, have a lot of validated claims, and know know what you're talking about. Don't go into the conversation with, with your pro MLM friend or family member and not have a solid base of research and information. You should know why MLMs are bad. You should know the facts and the stats around why they're bad, the the data that proves that they're bad, and you should have examples to back that up. After you kind of get your ducks in a line, you want to practice what you want to say. I personally would not go in without running through your speech a few times. You want to ensure that your friend or family member knows that you have their best interest in mind. Sometimes less is more. So when you're talking to them, make sure your statements are simple but effective. You don't want to just throw a bunch of facts and figures at them, but provide them with support and logic and reasoning and a well thought out essay or whatever you want to call it, a well thought out idea or suggestion or statement about why you think that they should not be involved with an MLM, right? It's kind of like writing a persuasive paper. If you are writing a persuasive paper for school, You would not just sit there and say 99.6% of people either lose money or don't make money. And you wouldn't just like repeat facts over and over and over. No, you would build out the logic. You would build out the flow. Just pretend that you're writing a persuasive paper, get your, get your statements down, type them out, make sure they're solid, make sure that you remember them, save your sources and, and just go through that as if you're writing a persuasive paper and practice your speech. A big thing is whenever you are talking to that person, you don't want to insult their trade. So 
if they're passionate about essential oils or they're passionate about health and fitness, which is what a lot of these MLMs focus on, or they're passionate about clothing or jewelry like Stella and Dot or paparazzi or LuLaRoe, whatever it is, if they are passionate about that, instead of attacking the product, go for the business model and go for the investors and the people at the top and tell them at the business level why it isn't ethical. Because there are a lot of people out there, they believe that in their mind, like I'll use Arbonne as an example, because I hear this all the time from Arbonne girls. They they make this argument and it's it's a it's has so much fallacy in it, logical fallacies. But basically they say, if you care about your health, you use Arbonne. And so if somebody is not using Arbonne, then that person does not care about their health. That is like their, their logic. Okay. And so you don't just want to attack the product. You want to attack the business model. And so it's not that Arbonne's products are inherently bad. It's not that using caffeine sticks or makeup or vegan cruelty-free items are bad. I mean, that's totally fine. It's a business model and it's the business structure. And that's what you want to go after because I think you're going to offend them a lot less and you're going to get through to them a lot better than if you attack the products. If you're like, oh, essential oils are dumb, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Lula Rose clothing is so ugly, blah, blah, blah. Oh, vegan vegan cruelty-free makeup is stupid. Like, If they're really passionate about that, you're not going to speak to them. You're just going to offend them. So don't go that route. And a lot of times, I mean, if you're just looking strictly at the products, you know, essential oils are fine. There's, I mean, if you're into them, cool, whatever. Lula Rose clothes, if you're into that style, whatever, fine. If you're into Arbonne's cruelty-free makeup and you just really love cruelty-free, that's fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with any of that. And so don't go for those things when you're trying to talk to them because you're going to offend them and it's it can come off as very rude and chances are they're probably not really going to listen to what you're saying because they're going to be offended by what you're saying. So next, you really want to find the right place and the right time to talk to them. You want to talk to them openly and freely, hopefully in a place with little distractions, because it's probably going to be an uncomfortable conversation for both of you. And there's if there's a lot of distractions around, the conversation may not really, nothing may really come to fruition. But I will say, if you do feel like either of you, or especially them, if they're getting very uncomfortable with the conversation... Maybe assess the situation, make sure that they're not too overwhelmed. I mean, we don't need any like mental health issues and we don't need people to get upset over this conversation, but assess the situation and don't be afraid to come back to it later on. If you feel like they're getting overwhelmed by what you're saying or if they're genuinely getting upset, I mean, you you have to realize a lot of these MLMs are very cult-like, and so people get really wrapped up in it and really, really believe a lot of the BS that is fed to them. And so don't be afraid to spread your conversations out instead of just inundating the other person. It can be really hard for them to take what you're hearing, and even if you're not emotional about it, you have to take into consideration a lot of these people have lost years of their life, they've lost money, they've lost time, they've lost friends and family to MLMs. Like they've lost family in a sense that like 
they've isolated themselves from people who don't agree with them. And so maybe family members have distanced themselves from them. A lot of these people have lost a lot, even if they don't realize it. And they're being tricked to think that that's a good thing. You have these toxic positivity people out there that are like, oh, if people in your life aren't supporting you, then good. You don't need to be friends with them anyway. And so the person in the MLM is going to look at that and be like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I didn't need that person anyway. But in reality, like that is not healthy to cut people off like that when all they're trying to do is look out for your best interest. And and that is cult-like behavior. And so when you're talking to your friend or family member, even if it's something that you're not really emotional about, or you don't really understand why this is such a hard conversation for them, you have to realize that when you're involved in these MLMs, when you're involved in a cult, they have a lot of faith in that cult and in that idea and that vision of that company. And you're just totally pulling the rug out from under them. And so it's going to be very hard for them a lot of times to accept it. So don't be afraid to come back to the conversation. And I wouldn't give up on your friend or family member. Next, I would refer them to a lot of anti-MLM sites and channels. There's a lot of really great TV shows, documentaries, YouTube videos, podcasts that talk about why MLMs are so bad. Some channels I would recommend on YouTube, Kiki Chanel did a fantastic video on Beachbody, and it's basically a team call that she has of some Beachbody reps yelling at their downline, and she goes through it and gives her thoughts, and I was watching a different YouTuber who was like, that Kiki Chanel video was the video that literally made me leave my MLM because she just explained it so well on how this was so toxic. So refer to them, refer them to some some YouTubers or show them some documentaries. There's Vice did a documentary, I believe, on YouTube about an MLM. I want to say it was LuLaRoe, but I don't remember. There's lots of great content out there. So find some good resources, encourage, have a movie night, tell them, you know, maybe, maybe I wouldn't say humor them, but if they're like, if they're like, oh, well, I'm not going to watch any anti-MLM stuff unless you watch something about Arbon, then as long as you feel like you're strong enough <laughs> to not fall for the Arbon circus that they put on, then that's totally fine. I mean, if, if, if it gets them to watch the anti-MLM video, maybe just having that conversation with them and, and being like, you know, if you, if you can be open-minded to why I'm anti-MLM, I'll definitely try to be open-minded and listen to why you feel the way that you do about Arbon and why you love it so much or whatever the MLM is, not just Arbon. A lot of these girls will say things like, oh, well, you just need to be open-minded. You need to be open-minded. And it's like, okay, just because I'm open-minded doesn't mean that I need to start agreeing with everything I disagree with. That's not the definition of open-mindedness, at least to me personally. I think that being open-minded means that you're willing to talk, converse, interact with people who are different than you, who think different from you, who are different from you, and you're respectful towards them. Like In my opinion, that is what being open-minded is. It is not cutting yourself off from people who disagree, and that's what's really ironic to a lot about a lot of these MLMs is they're like, we're so open-minded. We gave this a try. They're like, we just, we went in full force. We just dove right in so open-minded and it's like, but you're not really open-minded because to the anti-MLM community, you don't listen to what we have to say. 
you don't listen to why we don't support MLMs. Instead, you just say that we hate you and then you literally cut us out of your lives because you say that we're toxic and you want nothing to do with us and so you cut us off. Whereas the anti-MLM community is almost the complete opposite where we purposefully (laughs) go out of our way to find interactions with girls involved or people, not even girls, people involved with MLMs. We go out of our way to watch team calls, to get educated, to learn about MLMs. We go out of our way to listen to people like Rachel Hollis, who are these huge MLM mega speakers. And we listen to what people like Rachel Hollis have to say. We critique it and we have discussions. That is what being open-minded is. But that that's what's so, it gives me such like gaslighting vibes because it's like the the people involved with MLMs say we're open-minded because we joined the MLM but we cut off we we cut off everyone who disagrees with us it's like what that is literally the exact opposite of what being open-minded is i digress <laughs> i need to start selling t-shirts that say that i digress so my next piece of advice is to prepare yourself for the aftermath of it. Unfortunately, as I just stated for the last like who knows how many minutes, a lot of these girls are told by their upline and by these motivational speakers that they need to cut out people who don't agree with them and who don't support them. And so you have to be prepared for that if the conversation doesn't go well. Because quite frankly, I know at least with my cousin who's involved with Arbon, she's even put on Instagram before. She's she's said things like, I've had to cut out people out of my life who just don't support me in this business, people who make fun of me or who say I'm in a pyramid scheme. And that is honestly one of the biggest reasons why I have not said anything to her. And I think that if you're not prepared for that to happen, then you know, that that's okay. I honestly, I think that's okay. It It's hard when you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because you're like, I really want to talk to this person because I care about them. I care about the people they're recruiting. They're all most likely losing money. I don't want to see this happen. But at the same time, I really care about my connection with this person. I care about my friendship with them or my relationship with them. I don't want them to hate me. I want us to get along on the holidays. I want things to be okay between us. And it's hard because it's like you're kind of choosing between, you feel like you're choosing between doing the right thing, which is trying to pull them out of this MLM. You're choosing between that and then what you want, which is to keep a friendship or a bond. And so it's very hard to pick between those two things. And I think that if you do talk to your friend or your family member or whoever it is, You have to be prepared for that to happen. You have to be prepared for the backlash. You have to be prepared for them to say things that, or or to do things that you don't want them to do, like cut you off or to stop being friends with you because there's a chance that they're going to their upline and they're saying, oh, so-and-so said all this stuff and, and now I'm, I'm having doubts. Even if that, that's what's so horrible about these MLMs is because even if you're having doubts as a independent consultant, if you're having doubts about selling, if you go to your upline, because your upline is always like, oh, we're here for you. We're here for you. Your upline tells you 
what flows down from their upline and what flows down from the investors at corporate because the investors want to keep making more money. And so they feed bullcrap to the consultants at the top and then it flows down. And so the whole system is infested with a bunch of crap. And so if you go to them and you're like, hey, I'm having a lot of doubts about this, you know, so-and-so brought it to my attention and they made a lot of really good points about how like none of us are really making money. So like, I don't know if I want to be in this anymore. They, the, the girls in the upline will convince you to stay. They'll, they'll say things like, okay, well, like, have you ever worked hard for anything in your life? Because this is you quitting right now before you've hit success. Or they'll say things like, that person doesn't care about you. That person, if they cared about you, they would want you to have unlimited earning potential and they would be supportive of you. That person doesn't love you. And they'll, they'll manipulate you, whether they know it is manipulation or not is somewhat irrelevant, but they'll manipulate you to get you to stay in the MLM and to cut off that connection from your life who's trying to get you to leave. And that is why MLMs are so incredibly close to, to cults in their nature, cults in pyramid schemes. It's just, it's horrible, honestly. And so that's what you have to be prepared for if you do come forward to your friend. Now, one last point I really want to kind of drive home is don't support the products. Absolutely do not support the MLM in any way, shape, or form. Don't buy the products. Don't support the products. If you have somebody who is actively involved in an MLM and says, hey, I have this really great product for you. We'll say it's an Arbonne Fist stick. I have this for you. I notice you drink coffee. A lot of people buy from MLMs because they're trying to be nice and they're like, ugh, I don't really want this, but like, this is my friend and like, I feel like I should support her. So I guess I'll buy it. Don't do that. Don't. These companies are so incredibly unethical and your friend gets a a fraction of the transaction. I would rather see you literally hand your friend $10 or $20 than to buy any of those products. If your friend really needs the money, hand them a $20 bill. Do not buy these products from them. Now, it's different if your friend has left the MLM and if they have a bunch of extra product and they don't know what to do with it anymore and they're no longer involved with the MLM. If they're like, oh, I have this extra stuff. I don't really need it all. Do you want some? Like, that's totally different. That's not what I'm talking about. That's a sunk cost. They've already paid for these products. That That's a different situation. I'm talking about if your friend is actively involved in the MLM and they're selling literally whatever it is and you need to order through them to get the product, do not do it. And they may say, well, you're not a really good friend then. They, they may try to cut you off because you don't support them. They will likely pull out this analogy that a lot of MLM people like to use. They always say, oh, well, if you had a friend open a restaurant, you'd go eat at that restaurant, right? They always say stuff like that all the time. And it's just, it's, it's hard to hear that because it kind of insults your morals in a way, because it's like, well, I am a supportive friend, but that's why I don't want you to be in this business is because I care about you. And so it, when when they say stuff like that, it's, it's wrong of them to say stuff like that, but they're being told to say it by their upline and, and they don't realize how it sounds to you because to you being woke (laughs) in being outside of the MLM, you can see the MLM for what it is. 
And so it's just, it's hard to hear stuff like that. You know, it's, it's hard to be told that you don't care about me. You don't care about my business. You don't want what's best for me, but you have to stay strong and you cannot give money to these companies. You absolutely cannot. You should not buy their products. You should not engage with them or support them in any way, shape or form ever, ever. And I know that's hard because you look at your friend who maybe is struggling and you want to help them. But like I said, give them a $20 bill, take them out to dinner, do something else that shows that you appreciate them without giving money to these horrible, horrible businesses. Okay. You can still support your friend financially somehow without doing this. Now, I know I said that that was the last thing that I wanted to add, (laughs) but I actually have one more thing that I forgot to say. I think that one really important thing that you can do to try and pull your friend or family member out of an MLM is to suggest alternatives. Because the thing is, a lot of people join MLMs for a couple reasons. A lot of them want to be able to work from home. They want to have additional income. They want some kind of side business, side income. And they also want to feel like they're part of a community. The MLM community kind of feels like a glorified sorority house. And me personally, I never joined a sorority, but I also have never really had a lot of friends. And so when I look at a lot of these MLM team calls, sometimes I'll admit there are times when I'm like, you know, sometimes it would be nice to have more friends. And it sounds like this is a community of friends, but it's just, it's all fake. And that's what these girls a lot of times don't realize. And I'm not saying sororities are fake. I'm saying MLMs are fake. A lot of times in MLMs, they're only friends with you because you're in the MLM and and they wouldn't be friends with you otherwise. And unless you're making them money, they wouldn't be friends with you. And that's really what kind of differentiates. uh, I mean, there are a lot of things that obviously differentiate a sorority from an MLM, but, (laughs) but the thing with a sorority is you're not making people money by being in it. Like, yes, you're paying to be in it, but you're not like, and yes, you're trying to recruit people. But anyway, a sorority is not a pyramid scheme. They're not the same thing. It's just with sororities, you get a whole group and network of sisters. And I think a lot of times people who get out of college kind of miss that. And so they go back to MLMs as a result of that, or they go not back to MLMs. They go to MLMs as a result of coming out of college, out of a sorority, or just wanting a community or more friends. So a couple things that I would like say in addition to that is suggest alternatives to your friends or family member. If your friend or family member really just wants additional income, help them find additional income somehow. Chances are they're probably not making money in their MLM anyway, and they're kind of like holding out for when they do make money one day, which they never will. But helping them maybe get an Etsy shop set up or help them come up with a business plan or put in a little work with your friend or your family member to kind of help develop a plan to make money and one that actually will make them money. If they really want to be an entrepreneur, help them do that. I'm not saying you have to like front a bunch of cash up front into their Etsy business or whatever it is. But if your friend really wants to do something, be there as a friend for them and help them achieve it to try and get them away from the MLM. Because I know for me, like I have my Etsy shop, I do photography on the side. Like there's lots of side businesses out there that people can start. If they want to make an ML, uh, uh, not an MLM channel, a YouTube channel, help them make a YouTube channel, give them ideas, help, help draw their logo, just 
show them that you care about them. And and if they really do want to make additional income, help them come up with ideas for that. And maybe they'll be a little bit more inclined to leave the MLM. If that person is looking for a community of people, kind of like a sorority, and, and they left their sorority and now they want a group of people, help them find a group of people. Maybe you have a group of friends that you can introduce them to. Like if, 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 if it's your cousin or something who's involved with an MLM, invite them out with your friends. Do something like that. If they feel like they're lonely or they feel like they joined an MLM because they want to be around people, help them be around people. Maybe you guys can be workout buddies together and, and do group fitness classes once COVID is kind of more under control. I know a lot of like YMCAs and local rep clubs have like soccer clubs and just fitness classes and different things that they can do. If they're really passionate about beach body and protein shakes, maybe encourage them to stay in the health and fitness space, but to do it differently. Maybe you could say, oh, hey, let's post some YouTube videos about workouts. Let's let's try this. And, and maybe it'll get them to leave beach body alone because they can find something else that is related to Beachbody and health and fitness, but something that's actually better for society and more likely to make them money. So suggest alternatives to them. Find out why they're even involved with the MLM to begin with. Is it because they want friends? Is it because they want money? Is it because they're bored? Is it because they want to be entrepreneurs? Find out why and then encourage them to pursue that if it's going to be healthier for them. That's really all I have for today, guys. I totally appreciate you guys listening. A couple of you have reached out to me on Twitter and Instagram, and I really appreciate it. If you guys ever want to send me any content to be on my future episodes or on my podcast, I have started uploading to YouTube recently, just the episodes. So go check that out. But if you guys ever have any content for me, whether it's like your personal testimonies or team calls or conversations that you've had, I try to keep things as anonymous as possible, but I'm definitely open to doing podcast episodes about any and all things MLM. Even if you're somebody who's pro MLM, if you're somebody who's pro MLM and and you're involved with one and I have not convinced you to leave one yet, definitely reach out to me. Like I am down to have a conversation about that. I do not want to cut you off and be like, oh no, get away from me. I just, I think that's not healthy. And I've hammered that point down enough in today's episode, but definitely reach out and you can get a hold of me on Twitter at unfiltered underscore Jess. You can get a hold of me on Instagram at Jess Unfiltered Podcast. And then if you go check me out on YouTube, I believe my name on there is Jess Unfiltered Podcast also. And I just uploaded an episode. You guys can go comment on that if you want. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time on Jess Unfiltered and MLM Adventures.